This is the Faithful Christian Podcast, a podcast that hopes to encourage you in your walk and your love for our Lord Jesus Christ. During this time that it seems very unpopular to stand for the truth, we hope to be your go-to resource to encourage you to stand for what is true and right according to God's word. Let's go on this journey together. What up, guys? Welcome back to Faithful Christian. This is Christian Givens, and I have with me today Mike Hoggard. What's up, Mike? Hola, what's up? What's up? How are you, man? I'm doing swell. It's Friday. It well, is. I don't know if it'll be Friday when this airs. <laughs> <laughs> it is Friday in our world, though. So I met Mike, and how did I meet you? At Joanna's church. Oh, yes. Right? In the boondocks of Maryland. In Olney, Maryland. Some concert. It was at a... Jonathan McReynolds? Was it him? Or was it Joe Solomon? And okay, I think it was Joe. I was one thinking of this them. the other day. It was either Joseph Solomon or Jonathan McReynolds, or both of them. Yeah. But yeah, it was a great day. Mike's a super outgoing person, and I'm like super shy. I'm like, why is this guy super <laughs> outgoing? <laughs> He's okay. And basically, we became friends from there. So, thanks for agreeing to join, Mike. Mm-hmm. As you guys know, we are going through the fruit of the spirit, and today we are going through self-control, and I hate wasting time, so we're just going to get right into it. And self-control in the Greek is inkratia, I don't know if I'm saying that right, it literally can mean true mastery from within. So what within us is producing this mastery? Um, As believers, we know that in and of ourselves, we cannot produce self-control. That is a gift given from the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit works through us to allow us to have and produce self-control. Mike, why do you think self-control is so important? Um, I think it's important because we would literally be out of bounds without self-control. I mean, we would, I always think of life like a basketball court or a game. There are rules and regulations to keep us in the game and to keep us scoring. But once we go out out of those bounds and those boundaries, then we lose points, we get penalized, you know, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. that sucks. So I think it's super important to be able to exercise self-control because our mind is like ridiculously, it's it's so much stimuli in our mind, so much temptation, everything around us, our bodies tell us to do one thing, the Mm -hmm. world tells us to do one thing. Mm -hmm. It's so many different things competing for our attention. So yeah, we've got to exercise self-control or else we'll be all over the place. Yeah. What you just said um, reminds me of Proverbs 25, 28, like a city whose walls are broken through is a person who lacks self-control. When we lack self-control, we're basically like a wall that, I mean, a city that has a wall the wall is there, obviously, in the old days, you know, it's for protection. And that wall has been that wall has been compromised. With that wall compromised, we open ourselves up for all types of attacks of the enemy. And sometimes, I, honestly, our worst enemies is ourselves in most, in most mm-hmm. cases. Mm-hmm. So it's important to keep your guard up and to, like Mike said, practice those boundaries that are set for our own good. What is the call to self-denial as a Christian, and what does that have to do with self-control? When I think of self-control, I often think of, you know, us denying ourselves what we want, and to it for a better way, you know, for a better way of life. It's not like we're giving something up that Christ doesn't promise to fulfill us with at one point or another. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think it's interesting that it's called self-control, right? Because yeah. self-control would make you think that, oh, it's what I do. Yeah. But it's absolutely I'm not. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> uh, yeah, our, our self-control in the sense of the world, if it's that definition, is not. We don't have, nobody has that ability. Or if you do have the ability, it's very limited and yeah, it's going to yeah. run out. So, I mean, even the Bible talks about picking up your cross daily and and, and be, becoming a new creature. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's about because self-control, that's one of the key things I want to point out. It's not anything you can do. It literally has to be the Holy Spirit in you Absolutely. prompting you to do that because in your own strength, you're going to run out. You're going to run out of fumes. It's like a car that's running out of gas. You might have a little bit at one point, but once you run out of it, you're done. Yeah. So we have got to like pick up our cross and die to ourselves and become less like ourselves and, and increase the spirit in us. And that way, that fruit of the spirit, that the self-control will start to grow. But on our own, so many people, I have a friend mm-hmm. who was like, I think he was, I was like, why don't you just ask God for help? And he's like, well, no, I want to figure it out on my own. I feel like, you know, how can I go to God first? And I haven't tried or I haven't figured it out on my own. I'm like, you're missing the point. You are never going to be able to figure it out on your own. You're going to hit a roadblock. Your life is going to be the same. Like you can't do it alone. And I think this wisdom in realizing that, hey, I'm not meant to do this alone. Like, Mm -hmm. and that we aren't like we're created. We were created. Adam was created and God was there. Yeah. So we're not created to be separated from God. So there is no self, no true self-control that's long-lasting without Mm -hmm. god absolutely i like that point you brought up like no you cannot do it on your own i've been learning and i've said this probably in the previous episode that like god wants to be with us in the mess you know he is there with us when we lack self-control he is there with us as we are doing our dirt and we need to realize that and invite him into every moment that we have in a way to gain that self-control that is given to us you know that he has promised us invite him to every moment every struggle that you have invite him into those moments knowing that you don't have to go through it alone one we're supposed to you know confess one to another that you may be healed right so to our brothers and sisters in christ um obviously not everyone because everyone don't need to know your dirt but um confess to those ones you trust and Live according to the scripture, you know, do what it says and trust that God will provide for you what you need in every moment of temptation. When I often think of self-control, I think of sensual things. So the sexual things that Christians deal with is probably the hottest thing when we think of self-control because we think, okay, we have to control our bodies. You know, obviously there are other things that we can control when it comes to our bodies, um, such as our eating habits how we give ourselves over to wine or beer or alcohol, whatever it is, or substance abuse. You know, those are all things that we need self-control. And even in these days, Netflix, for mm-hmm. crying out loud. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, watching too much Netflix. But I think primarily most people tend to go to more sensual things. Do you agree with that? Would you say that's not true? If not, or if so, why? Yeah. Yeah, that's def- that's the biggest, probably one of the biggest, or I would say not only the biggest one that people struggle with as far as self-control, but it's the one that impacts the most. Yeah, because yeah. if the enemy can get you to lack self-control in the area of purity, mm-hmm. then that means he can get in you. And then you're, let's say if you lack self-control, you're out having sex a lot. Mm-hmm. 
you catch an STD or you don't catch somebody, you get somebody pregnant. Then you create this chain of next person doing this. Next, your father, the son, that's what he saw his, his father do. The mom, mm-hmm. that's what she saw her mom do. Like mm-hmm. you create this whole chain. So the enemy's very smart and strategic. He's like, yo, if I can get to the to the parents and get them to uh, like sin in this way and have self lack of self control there, I can impact generations to come. It's very strategic and smart of the enemy to like put so much emphasis on that, and mm-hmm. he does attack that area a lot. Because he's like, yo, let me get to them. Let yeah. me get to them while they're they're young enough and just keep the whole thing going on. Yeah. So it's huge when it comes to purity, when it comes to, to sex. And then also, I mean, I think it's big in the area because it's just that's just physical. Like, that's physiological. Yeah. I mean, you can't deny when your body moves a certain way or when something, like your, something happens, you know, hormones and all yeah, this yeah. other stuff. So it's much harder because it's like my body's naturally doing this. Mm-hmm. Clearly, I'm supposed to react on it. But no, you don't. Our bodies are in submission to us. Yeah. You should not like your body. Don't say, "Hey, if your body tells you to jump off a roof, are you gonna do it?" No, you're gonna be like, "Nah, Slim. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not doing that." Like, yeah. we are in control of our bodies. Our bodies is basically just it's the house, right? So the spirit yeah. is the power in it. The house ain't doing no moving. No, yeah. if uh, a mobile a mobile home ain't gonna move on its own, yeah. the, the driver gotta move it. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> well, that's what we that's why we gotta see our body. Like, okay, the, you know, the floors might creak or something, mm-hmm. which is our hormones, our desires, but Patch them joints up and keep it moving. Yeah, or just yeah. wait till it pass. Yo, you're right. I even heard someone say, like, just because your body does one thing, you are in control. Like you said, you have to be the one to move it in that direction. So your body may do one thing, but you know good and well, you know what your soul and what your spirit needs. You know what you're supposed to do with it. You know, our body is not made for sexual sin. It's made to glorify God. So in those moments of weakness... You know, we have an option. We choose to either please ourselves or we choose to obey Christ and submit our will and our and our fleshy desires to him. And I think that self-control is something that we've seen people in the church lack, especially in leaderships. You know, we, it doesn't take much to search a pastor falling to sexual sin or, you know, lacking self-control. And that is clearly why I think it's a requirement written in Titus, you know, yeah, that the yeah. overseer of a church have self-control. I'm just going to read it. Titus 1, 7 through 9 says, For an overseer as God's steward must be above reproach. He must not be arrogant or quick-tempered or a drunkard or violent or greedy for gain, but hospitable, a lover of good, self-controlled, upright, holy, disciplined. He must hold firm to the trustworthy word as taught so that he may be able to give instruction in sound doctrine and also to rebuke those who contradict it. So we see here, you know, there is a full list of things that an overseer of a church should be doing and should be avoiding. He should avoid greed. He should avoid drunkenness or being violent. He should be practicing hospitality and being yeah. a lover of good and clearly self-controlled, upright, holy, disciplined. And I think discipline plays a role in that self-control because, you know, the more we discipline our body, the easier it gets, you know, the more I say no to Netflix and I pick up my Bible instead. <laughs> yep, yep. Or the more I say no to Netflix and I read a book that is a godly book, the easier it gets, you know, we have to build those habits. And like, like I want to press and I'm going to continue to press for every episode that these habits, you know, we, we have a role, but ultimately it's the spirit producing the willingness to even want 
to do the right thing. Yeah. So praise God for that spirit making us alive and setting us free from the grips of sin. Um, you have anything to add to that, Mike? No, I think that's that's spot on, and um, it's so clearly laid out. Like people are like, well, any well, even when it comes to this, anybody can do that. Like somebody said the other day, I was talking to a friend. Mm-hmm. Anybody can, you know, be a certain role, and I'm not just saying I'm not saying that you can't. But I, I like how it's very clearly laid out as some criteria. Like even I'm a recruiter, right? So mm-hmm. if somebody's gonna be applying, um, applying for a job, and we have certain quali- we have certain qualifications that they need to have. If mm-hmm. you're gonna be a doctor, I'm gonna need you to have some education when it comes <laughs> to being a doctor. I hope so. Like I need you to have a PhD or something, at least grad degree. Yeah, yeah. Um, or something. No, you so, need more than grad degree. I know, right? Me. You so, need med school. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So when it comes to being when it comes to being, being a, a even certain roles, like it's just I like how you just made it very clear. You need this now. All Christians need self control. This ain't saying if you if I want to be a, if I don't want to be an mm-hmm. elder, then I don't have to have self control. No, no, that's not what it's saying. It's just clearly letting people know because they were establishing the church and they were establishing the structure. Everybody needs self control. So yeah, I agree with that. Absolutely. You brought up a point that I I've, I've been hearing a lot lately. When young men in the church are above reproach and they are living right and they're just, you know, in the word and they're self-controlled and they're super godly, everyone assumes that that young man should be a pastor. It's like, oh man, this is a man that should yep. be a pastor. Isn't that sad? It's like, I mean, it's a little, why is like, that the standard? It's like, no. just because someone's living how scripture says to live, that person is... Worthy of a pastor? Worthy yeah, a pastor? yeah. Like, he yeah. can't just be a real Christian? Yeah, yeah. Why is that Why is that not the level of what a Christian should be, period? Like, a follower exactly. of Christ as opposed to, oh, you don't have sex? Oh, you, you real spiritual. No, I'm just, special. I'm a Christian. <laughs> that We're supposed to be following the, the creator. Like, what you talking about? Ain't nothing different. You're supposed to be doing this. It's so frustrating. It's just like, okay, they just can't be lovers of God and just really yeah. be changed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just thought that was crazy. Now, I hear it too much, and it... It bothers me because I, I just think that we have set such low standards for young men and young women in the church nowadays. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that we should be, you know, condemning anyone, but as believers, we should expect our lives to look differently and drastically differently. Exactly. Um, if I'm honest, we should be intentionally fighting sin and we should be very intentional about our community and very intentional about how we present ourselves. Um, yeah. In service to Christ, so I just I had to share that. No, it, it is. It like, I'm like, look, these are we gotta increase our standards. <laughs> that we think of staying. I mean, I get it. It's hard, but we all supposed to be doing it. Exactly. Like, Duh. <laughs> y'all call? y'all be? Th- it's so clear. That's why. Here's the key thing. If we're not in our like, in the, Genesis says, in the beginning was the word, and well, in, in the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Mm-hmm. The word is God. Scriptures are God breathed. It's Him. Mm-hmm. So if you're not in it, you're not gonna look like Him, and you're. That's why you're gonna be thinking that oh they abstain or oh they don't curse, oh they got they and super they, holy. And it's like no, I'm actually just <laughs> reading and becoming like my daddy. Like what? Yeah. Duh. Like what are you doing? Who are you walking with? That's it. Who are you? Who are you walking with? I think about my my nephew. My nephew follows my my brother around and mm-hmm. just looks up to him and like mm-hmm. shadows him. That's what we need to be like when it comes to the Lord. And the only way by doing that is be, having our face in the Bible, like any time, any type of way, consuming it. I mean, 
we got so many ways of consuming it. We don't have any yeah. excuse. We yeah. got the Bible, different Bible apps. You can change the voice of it. Yeah. You can. They got some with beats on it. One called Street Lights. Check that out. It's I love awesome. Street Lights. Yeah, I love it. I love it's so it. cool. They got like cool like beats behind it. It actually makes it come alive. And then they got like different artists putting their spin on scriptures, and they're literally just reading it. Yeah. But it's like cool. So we got all that. We got every type of Bible. We got internet. We can look up a scripture really quick without even having to know it. We just look up a couple words and it comes up. Yep. So we have it very, very good. So when it comes to walking with him, we got a, a leg up. Absolutely. We sure do. Absolutely. All right. So let's move on to examples of self-control in scripture. Or we can also look at examples when people lack self-control mm-hmm. and the results of the lack of self-control. Do you want to start or? Yeah. Uh, oh, it's, it's, it's so many. I mean, think of, I mean, so, all right, let me try. I'm going to give the obvious one. So, you know, David and Bathsheba, like, yes. I mean, he saw her and he went with, went with that. Like, yo, like, what you doing? Yeah. And then he went and had, you know, Uriah uh. kill. Like, that's extra. Like, that's premeditated. You, <laughs> you had time to think about it, and you literally created an agenda and a scheme to get that done. So that was definitely lack, yeah. lack of self-control when it came to that. And that's, I mean, that's the most obvious one, I think. Yeah, that's, yeah that's, that was one of the ones I had written down. I want to point out for David's case, you know, we see that, you know, he lost a child because of that. So Bathsheba yeah. became pregnant. And he lost the first child. And then afterwards, they were blessed with Solomon. So I wanted to point out the fact that, you know, God's grace and mercy, you know, in spite of David's sin, mm-hmm. he still was able to have a son, Solomon, who took over his throne. Yep. You know, God's good, you know, even when we slip. I'm not saying, you know, don't let this be an example to sin, you know. Yeah. Rather look at it as, okay, God, there was punishment. You know, he did this terrible thing. He murdered someone for crying out loud. He lost a child, but God was so gracious. So, you know, for those who have already, you know, maybe fallen in this area sexually or in whatever area, it doesn't have to be sexually, in areas that you struggle with, you know, know that God can forgive you and he extends his loving arms to you and he just welcomes you back like the prodigal yep. son you know like he's he's welcoming you back to the fold so mm-hmm. don't let your sin keep you from running back to the father yeah so i wanted to encourage you guys with that mm-hmm. and even to tag on that after like when david was re- rebuked by nathan i think his the, the prophet thing was nathan he still like he didn't he went back like he went to god and was like he was on his face yeah like he didn't try to be like, oh well, no, I'm, I'm, I already fell, so I might as well just keep going. Once he became aware mm-hmm. of his what, because he got he got checked and he got corrected, so that's a good thing. Have somebody that can check and correct you. Yes. Your your parents, if they're over you, let them check and correct you. Your friends, let them check and correct you. Yep. And then you got to be man enough to be like, oh well, all right, well, I was let me fix <laughs> that. Wrong. Let me yeah. apologize. Let me repent yeah. and let me go to the father. Like once he became aware of it. He had to act on it. And that's what a man and a, a man and a woman needs to do. Like mm-hmm. once you become aware of something, don't just well, it happens, so let me whatever. Or some people would be like, if they fall into something, mm-hmm. let me just keep going with it because I'm already in it. I might mm-hmm. as well just get it all out. You ain't never gonna get it all out. No. So just keep staying with the father and even during the, the even let's say if you just figure out a minute after messing up, like you literally just open up the Bible, open up your mouth. Mm-hmm. 
and fit and get in his face um, immediately. Don't try to wait until you're clean because you cannot be clean alone. Yeah, you can't clean yourself. Yeah, that's good. Um, I think a second one for me would be Jesus. Like, oh, our ultimate example of everything. He was even tempted, you know, by the devil um, in the wilderness when he was fasting for those 40 days when he was in the wilderness. He was tempted not once, but three times. Yeah. Um, and he fought back with the word. He, you know, took scripture and he combated every single attack of the enemy with scripture. And I think that's amazing. You know, the devil had the nerve to tempt the creator. <laughs> like... <laughs> What kind of yeah. foolishness is that? You know what I mean? Yeah. He even offered him the power of the world. Like, basically, you know, all these kingdoms I would give if you bow down and worship me. Like, bruh, I made these kingdoms. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> what did Narnia, you seen Narnia? <laughs> yeah. Remember? Oh, I love Narnia when he was like, when the lion got real buck on the witch. And he was like, don't you talk to me about these laws. Don't you know I was dead when it was made? Yo. Chat, like, what you think you're doing? Right. It's like the audacity, the audacity. Like, did you really, really think that that was going to work on Jesus? <laughs> like, I guess he had to try it, you know? That shows us that, you know, self-control is also something that can be had in other situations outside of sexual sin. And we also see that we have an example in Jesus, who is the ultimate example, like I said before, and how to overcome by fighting with the word. So I encourage you guys to get in your word and to learn scripture that would help you in times of weakness even help you when you have fallen to get out of those funks you know knowing that you know you there's no condemnation for those who are in christ jesus yeah that's important so don't put yourself in that place of condemnation accept the forgiveness and the grace like i said earlier that christ often extends to us you have any more examples of um, self-control in scripture so another, I mean, uh, another. A lot of them are <laughs> kind of purity based, but I, actually, it's one where somebody survived it. So Joseph and Potiphar, Potiphar's yeah, wife, that's... she was after him, like, "Oh, you look good. Let me come after you. Come sleep with me." And he, what did he do? He got the heck out of Dodge. Homeboy ran. Yes. Like he literally was like, "This is now nah, I'm out." Like it could have been an easy like him just because I don't even know. I mean, maybe she was attractive, maybe she wasn't, but his character and the God in him was so so big that he yeah. was like i'm not about to risk this is number one this is not okay this is wrong i respect potiphar way too much my respect god mm-hmm. way too much so let me just run and he didn't even like go i don't think he went to potiphar and was like yo your homegirl your wife did this to me did you re- do you know if he did that no he didn't he just he fled. didn't look at that so he didn't even try to throw her under the bus he could have been like yo like i don't know what's going on but this would happen but he he didn't he was just like his character was so big he just knew i just need to get out like let me just yeah. leave she can turn back. She can do what she need to do. But I'm not going to be here to put myself in that situation. If he thought that he was strong enough, mm-hmm. if he had any of like any kind of like pride that was like, no, I'm good. I can just tell her no and just stay here. Mm-hmm. No. No. He didn't even try to just. He left without his clothes even. Oh, yeah. Like, that's something. That's the crazy part. He's like, he was naked basically. Yes. Like, nah, I can't do this. Yes. I'm leaving. <laughs> yes. Like, man. And then she had him thrown in prison. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that is some serious self-control right there, yep. and that's serious honoring to the Lord because he he didn't care what was going to happen to him. He just knew he didn't want to he didn't want to you know disrespect Potiphar, yeah, and he didn't want to disrespect God. So yeah, yeah, that's a great example. Mm-hmm. Kind of the perfect segue to the next part. 
what does self-control look like in the life of a believer? My first one was fleeing from sexual immorality. In 1 Thessalonians 4.13, it says, This is the will of God, your sanctification, that you abstain from sexual immorality. When it comes to this type of thing, you just have to flee. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's going to be in your face. It's going to be just there. Like, yeah. if the opportunity presents itself, just run. You know, don't even think about it. Just yeah, up and run. Think of Joseph, like what he did. I think he's the best example. Mm-hmm. Run, like run. That's that's it. It, it don't is. matter. Even if you're not dealing, with, even even if you haven't been tempted by area in some in the past, mm-hmm. and then you say I'm not really tempted in that area. Yeah, uh, a wise man learns from the mistakes of others. So if yes. you see somebody else that let's you know if you see somebody else that fell in that area. You don't need to try it out. No. Just, just run and separate yourself. Don't just think, believe what they say. Yes. <laughs> like, there's, there's these movies that are out. Like, some movies be coming out, right? And somebody will tell me. I'll give you a couple. These are probably controversial. But, like, even... And this is just Bring me. This is just me. So, even, like, um, Us or something. Is that what it's called? The, oh, the new one that just yes. came out? Yeah, yeah. So, Us, right? So, it... um, They advertise it as horror, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't care if it was some reason for them doing that, them trying to get different people, it was strategy. If you advertise it as horror, I'm going to believe you, and I'm going to be like, I'm good, I'm all right. <laughs> you, I mean, you could take a chance, and it might not be, but for me, I'm like, I'm okay. I mean, if, if I'm yeah. just going to believe what they say. It's yeah, perfectly fine. Right. I don't need to... I'm not that pressed to get a two-hour movie in. If they say it's horror, then I'm going to believe it's horror, and if it's not, then... The people who went, the risk is, I mean, if it's yeah. not, then you're fine. But yeah. I'm okay with not seeing it because they told me what it was. So same thing with these other things like temptation and, and whatnot. Like in a natural sense, if somebody tells you and gives you advice uh, or you see it, just take heed to it and don't try to put yourself in that situation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. By the way, um, I saw it. With easy and it's not horror. I was, I was, I was, I'm the same boy as you. I hate horror movies. I was like, I'm not about to watch See, this. look, y'all, he trying I to get me out I did risk it. I risked it. Uh-huh. <laughs> but and that, and that, you know, it, I mean, you're okay. I'm okay. I, I survived. <laughs> but no, I like what you said. A wise man takes the counsel of others. Like I've been one. I've never had to experience something on my own. Yeah. To learn, I've always been one to learn from others' mistakes. And in this particular area, I've done the same and mm-hmm. I hope to continue to do the same. But I can tell you that even once you've learned other people's experience, it doesn't change, you know, your desires. Yep, yep. You yep. know, we're still human and, you know, we still have needs or yep. whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. We have hormones, you know, whatever. And there's still a battle, you know, but I always go back to, okay, no, I got to think about what happened with this person, what they told me. Yep. That it was not worth it, that it's not ever worth it. You know, it's not worth that. That that one moment is not worth one the guilt that comes afterwards. Yeah. And two, all the work you have to do to get back to that place where you feel at peace. You know. So mm-hmm. just be encouraged. Like Mike said, take the counsel of those who have been in please, those positions. Please. please, do not be the person that has to do it for yourself just for the sake of having to do it for yourself. Yeah. It's a. I mean, it's a. 
It's a waste. I mean, it's a waste of your. It's a waste of time and it's a distraction of the enemy to make you think that you can just man. You need to go out. If there's already a trail yeah. created, why would you try to go through the wilderness, like the forest yeah. part? No, yeah. Slim, it's dirt right here. Let me just walk on this. Let me ride my bike on this instead of it's, trying to go through forest. You and better believe it. I that's stepping on those snakes. Dumb for no <laughs> for no reason. And I think that also like just that the character of Christ. When you start, when we continue to grow with Him, we'll start to realize that hey, like. It, there always needs to be somebody in front of you and somebody behind you. I, I'll, I'll, I'll leave with that. Somebody behind you that you're showing the ropes to and somebody in front of you that you can follow and be like, hey, mm. they, how do you do this? We can't, we don't know enough. We're not smart enough. I think a lot of times we think too highly of ourselves maybe when it comes to certain things. Yeah. And that's not cool. I even, for myself, I kind of was like a know-it-all. Like honestly, growing up, know-it-all, nobody could tell me anything. <laughs> like my... My 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 mom and my siblings like they would have to get my sister to approach me with certain. So everybody was afraid to approach me with something because they know I would like retaliate with like whatever I knew or whatever I thought I knew. And even when it comes to like, so my mom got remarried when I was in high school, Mm -hmm. and I I didn't like my stepdad at the time, and Mm so I wasn't even taking counsel. I wasn't even. Take getting the full full fruits of like having a father because mm-hmm. I was like, nah, I don't, I don't like you like that. Like I'm good. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not good. What am I talking about? Like I'm missing free covering because yeah. I'm not submitting to him. So I had to stare that in the face and understand that I had an authority issue and I had a submission issue. Mm. If I if you like, so that was huge for me. But once I figured out that yo, like, let me submit to this man. Let me, and it's not even that he was trying to use any like aggression or anything over me but it's yeah. a posture thing yeah like there's order there's father there's you know there's christ there's father there's mother there's kids there's order in certain stuff and it's for a reason yeah and so once i got myself in alignment with that i got so much covering so much guidance so much spiritual protection all the things that i had access to because i came under and i submitted so mm. like we're saying seek a wise man seeks the counsel of others do that find somebody and be like yo how you do that yeah, oh yeah. and you just just man it's just the the smartest people are the ones who or, or the most efficient people are the ones who say oh you did it this way well, why don't i just go ahead and do that too yeah, yeah. instead of trying yeah. to recreate the, the wheel don't recreate the wheel please don't <laughs> Seriously, just don't with, do with it. With a chisel and a rocks, we got a whole. We got mechanics now. You know, good as well. That square wheel ain't gonna go anywhere. <laughs> so just stop. Uh, you got an example of what self control looks like in the life of a believer? Yeah, I would say. Um, I won't go the obvious one as far as like you know purity, but I would say even well. Well, I'll go. I'll, I'll go to purity later on, but I would say. Guarding our ears, right? As far as mm. what we hear, that's another controversial one because ain't nobody trying to give up their little trap music or their little like, you it's know. Hard to give up my Jill Scott. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he said Jill Scott. She be nasty. Let me let me take that back. It's hard to give up my um. Actually, I really don't listen to Jill Scott. Um, it's hard to give up my Tom Mish though. I do love Who Tom Mish. Oh, okay. He's a British artist. I mean, as long as he's, he's not amazing. talking crazy, nah, he, talking he ain't crazy? talking crazy. That's he what I'm talking crazy. about. So, yeah, nah. so Jill, nah, Jill Scott, yeah, don't listen to Jill. Scott. Yeah. So, <laughs> by, by guarding your ears, I mean like, what are you putting into your spirit, right? So if yeah. we're if we're listening to this, like, what's some I don't know what's new Migos or something. And they talk, <laughs> somebody got this group. Somebody group is like whatever's the craziest group out there. We right or head or so, I don't know. But if we listening to that, and we just like, oh, I like the beat, but they speaking all this stuff into our our ears like believe it or not and this has always been said but it's very very true 
words have power and they literally 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 do in the beginning the, the god said let there be light and light was like adam's name thing like when you, there was even an experiment i seen i need to actually look back on it but there were two jars mm-hmm. and i think they had something in them and so the person was speaking life and positivity in one and then in the other one he was speaking death and negative the one that he was speaking death and negative turned black and dark and the one that he didn't oh. i'm gonna find it because maybe i'm making it up but i think it's the truth That's, you need to send and that the to other me, one i have a hard time believing that yeah <laughs> and then the other one was like flourishing but it's very and that's what they say even the plants they say like you talk to your plants and it'll, it'll help them grow mm-hmm. like it's it's reality you guys and so what we're putting in our ears we're feeding our our spirit and it gets into the subconscious and you don't even realize it like i used to watch reality tv all the time and so not even just music but i used to be a huge reality tv fan i watched all those like housewives all those like flavor love all them joints (laughs) because i used to like the fights like i oh they fighting oh they arguing (laughs) it was just fun and my friend was like Yo, why are you watching this? I'm like, because I'm used to it. That's what I grew up with. I mean, just, just because you grew up with some chaos don't mean that's the right thing. And that don't mean that's good for you. Like, yeah. dumb, dumb. <laughs> so um, I had to come to the realization. Like, when he said it, I was like, oh, this is stupid. So I had to give up that. And it was hard. Mm-hmm. But my tastes start to change because I'm like... Now I look back and I'm like, why would I even, this is not good for me. Why would I want that? And even for the music stuff, if it ain't positive or it's not lifting up the Lord, what are you doing? If they talking about, oh, kill that, back that thing up. And you think I'm strong, (laughs) I'm good. You you might be strong now, but it's going to eventually, you reap what you sow. So those things that are planted are going to come out sooner or later. It might come out in a different way. So what you're listening to. Be very, very careful, and don't be thinking you're strong enough. And you got so much other alternative, y'all. Y'all, I got the best playlist, and all them joints is positive. People be cranking to them joints, and they be like, oh, this is, hold up. This is different. Why they not? Because you don't have to curse or be ratchet to make bomb music. We got the best quality. We got the best lyrics now. And back in the day, some of the stuff used to be whack, which we know. We've come a long way, though. Yeah, we we on the come come up. (laughs) So I just say that, and even like, I mean... Even stuff like love music, like R&B love music, that's not that, I mean, if it's sexually explicit, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. But if it's love music or whatever, you got to be careful with that too. Yeah. And I have an experience with that because when I was in college, I used to have a playlist like going to sleep to. Mm-hmm. And this playlist used to be, you know, like, I love Brian McKnight. I like mm-hmm. Mariah Carey. Like, I love like these great vocalists. And so I used to have a playlist with like Jennings, all of them. Well, yeah, he, he's great. He's not, um, he's, he's a different case but mm-hmm. and i had a playlist with them and it also had like gospel mixed in there or whatever <laughs> <laughs> so and nothing and so i don't know how my mom knew or she just be knowing stuff like i don't even remember but she's that mom intuition. she was like you gotta be careful with what you're you gotta be careful with that love music stuff and i'm like why and she's like because it's gonna start to make you think you're lonely it's gonna start yeah. it's gonna make you think that you you're you don't have nobody it's gonna increase desires and it's I like out of its time and season mm-hmm. so i was like oh shoot that is true there's a time and a place right so yeah. when you're married you can put on you know a, a nice love song for you and your wife but if i don't have a wife to mm-hmm. express those desires to i'm creating like this stuff in me and i can't get out mm-hmm. which again might lead to lack of self-control all these it's, yeah. it's adding a whole bunch of extra stimuli and a whole bunch of extra factors that aren't needed I agree with that. Like, I have an R&B playlist on my Spotify. And it's actually banging. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. It's like the smoothest music you will ever hear in your life. Mm-hmm. And I listen to it so much 
maybe last year or the year before last, and I was always in like this weird mood, like, why do I feel so dang lonely? Yeah. Like, why do I feel like I'm missing something? Yep. <laughs> and as soon as I stopped listening, not as soon as I stopped listening to it, but over time, you know, I stopped listening to it as much, and then eventually I just stopped listening to it altogether. Like, I think I listened to it for the first time in almost a year, like yeah. two days ago. Mm-hmm. I was like, dang, I forgot what, what was in here. Yeah. You know, but I, like, I guess when I cut it out and eventually was out of my system, I started just being more confident, being single. Yeah. I don't need anybody. People are like, oh, you're not dating? I'm like, no, and I don't want to. It's like, I'm good, you know? Yeah. So it's like, if someone comes along, you know, a young lady presents herself and the Lord's like, yo, pursue her. I'll pursue her, but that hasn't happened, so I'm not going to do it yet. And yeah, I, I agree with you completely. Like, it definitely just puts you in this different frame of mind. It does, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because you're like, well, no, it's love music. Like, that's fine. God is love and love is God. I get oh, that. Yeah. I get that. <laughs> but I'm just saying, just be a little be bit careful, careful in, in what you're doing it and what you're doing when it comes to that. So, um, it, But it definitely helped me out. And also, it took my focus because my focus was, I love that music so much. But now, like, mm-hmm. I, I listen to stuff every now and then, like very small pockets of stuff. Yeah, same. Um, and I think even with that, honestly... The Lord, this was probably a few years ago, because I went a year without it too. And then the Lord was like, "Yeah, put the." I, let me not say He told me, but I just had an option to like put on like you know a Brian or something. I don't know, but mm-hmm. I only do like very small. But I think what He was trying to show me was that He was trying to say, because again, that stuff helps build up emotions in you to get you to a certain place. So it's not yeah, bad. Yeah, it's just out of place when it's bad. So I think every now and then. Uh, I'm sure Emmy might be like, let me listen to whatever, whatever. And it mm-hmm. honestly might be, I don't want to say preparing me, but opening me up to, you know, love or whatever. Because sometimes when you are by yourself for a long time, you'd be like, well, whatever. Um, <laughs> you don't think about nothing, but the Lord's yeah. like, I got somebody for you. So just, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. I see you learning when it belongs and okay. when it doesn't. So I'll add another one for um, self-control, what it looks like in the life of a believer. Self-control is denying our old way of life, our old way of living. The call to self-control is a call to deny our way for a better way. I think I mentioned that earlier. This is a call to freedom that is found in saying no to sin, even when it's hard. And Luke 9, 23 to 29, it says, And he said to all, If anyone will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses or forfeits himself? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words, of him will the Son of Man be ashamed when he comes in his glory and the glory of the Father and the holy angels. But I tell you truly, there are some standing here who will not taste death until they see the kingdom of God. This scripture encourages me because Mike mentioned this very early on. You know, it it is a call to take up our cross daily and to follow Christ. He has tread a path for us that is not easy. I'm not going to lie. You know, I'd be lying to you if I said coming to Christ is easy. It is not. It's probably the hardest thing that you'll ever do. But it is a it is a path that leads to eternal pleasure it is a path that leads to eternal joy with those you love and yeah. with ultimately christ um those you love being those who are born again you know in the faith and ultimately christ so that 
that is a call. That's the call that we're called to in denying ourselves and, and being self-controlled. It is a call to living in pleasure with Christ forever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yep. No, I, I, I agree. And I would say the, the benefit, I mean, I think we all know, like, the the benefits of self control and the benefits of um, being in bounds. Yeah, yeah. You think you think you're free when you're like, oh well, you know who are free? Go look at the drug addicts and the people who are out there. If you if that's what you think free is, I don't want it. No. Or if you, because really they're like, and of course there are things psychological things and stuff going on, but a lot of times it's it's a, a lack of or stepping out of boundaries, but not getting back in the court. So it's stepping out mm. stepping out of boundaries and staying out there. Mm-hmm. And this is what happens. So they may feel, oh, I'm free. It's, it's, a, it's deception. Oh, I'm free. I'm good. I can do what I want. I can do it. Things are in place for a reason. Rules are in place for a reason. The law is in place for a reason. God put scripture, put the, the word in place for a reason. Not yep. to keep us bound, but to assist us. Yep. I remember even in the Old Testament, it talks about like when, when somebody has, you know, a spot on them or something, let them stay out of the camp for this amount of time. Then bring them back and look at the spot or whatever the case may be. That was like quarantining. That was that was like hold up. That was wisdom behind that. It was yeah. it was like before this thing spreads, let's just separate you for a second and let's allow you to come back so we can see and examine it. So you could look at that as oh you're shaming, you're shunning people, oh you're doing, but really it's protection because it's, it could spread. So yeah. what looks as like too much law, what looks harsh is actually put in place for a reason. So when you look at control, the word control, you're like, oh no, they're trying to keep me down. They're trying to keep me. You're yeah, going to, yeah. we're going to be controlled by something, yeah, right? So yeah. what do you want to be controlled by? Do you want the spirit or do you want your flesh or do you want whatever else? Yeah. The spirit is the best bet because he created you. Christ created you. He, Christ, the Holy Spirit is Jesus. Jesus is God. It li- he literally created you, so he knows the beginning, middle, and the end, right? Absolutely. So he knows everything and what to do. So if somebody got the answers, I'm going to let them <laughs> give me the answers. Yeah. This is like cheating on a test, y'all. This is like getting all the answers, but cheating in the right way. Yeah, we got we got the answer for you. Yeah. It's A, go with I know, and we like, nah, D. Boy, you here <laughs> telling you, boy, go with the answers, son. <laughs> trying to do it. So it's, uh, and it's just so like, the good thing about self-control, it's, it's opposite of what you would think. So yo, self, yes. right? So self, you think about myself. But no, it's really Christ. So he literally has control, and it's like, yep. Even like yesterday, my a manager really, he wasn't my manager. He was a manager that I work with and support. Really, really got under my skin. Made me so mad. Like I, during the conversation, just kept accusing. And I just was very calm. Oh, I exhibited self-control. There you go. Woo, look at that. Oh, gosh, this is hard, too. I haven't had one of these moments. <laughs> I wanted to like check and be like, yo, well, actually, you are wrong. And actually this, but... He was saying all these accusatory things. And I'm like, okay, well, going forward, I will make sure to do this. And he just kept saying, well, why didn't you, why didn't I say, okay, like I said, going forward, I'll make sure to do this, but can we work together to get these accomplished? So yeah. I kept saying that even though I wanted to be like, yo, you got two more times to keep bringing this up. Like, what are you not getting? What aren't you understanding? So I did exhibit some self-control. I just realized that. Thank you, Lord, for that Dang, because it was crazy. very, very difficult. After that, I, I did really just gave it to the Lord. Actually, before that, I mean... Before I fully gave it to the Lord, I started <laughs> praying for the guy. When people make me upset, I just pray for them yeah, because yeah. I like try to, I speak opposite of how I feel so that my feelings can get right. 
and so that my spirit can be right. So I'm like, bless his house, bless his finances, bless his children, let him come closer to you, all that stuff, and it helps mm-hmm. change my heart towards them because, again, it's not about me. Mm-hmm. And then after that, even last night, when I, before I was going to bed, I was talking to the Lord like, hey, this is how I feel. He made mm-hmm. me upset. I'm going to let you do take care of whatever you need to do, but I want you to take this burden off of me. I don't want to feel this way. He made me upset, and this is why he made me upset, and mm-hmm. I want you to take it on. So Amen. I literally took it off of myself and gave it to him and gave the burden to him. So that might look like, oh, well, you know, it, it's self is about you. But no, it's, it, self-control is not about you having to do everything. Yeah, It's a partnership and really it's the Holy Spirit doing a lot of the work. You just got to let him in the driver's seat. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you have any more examples of self-control? Or even just like encouragement to yeah. like stir towards, you know, just turn us towards self-control. Yeah. I would say um, another, <laughs> this is another, this is actually kind of like different, but it's the same thing. For me, I have to exercise and grow in self-control when it comes to always having to be right. When you know the answer to stuff, sometimes you think you always need to say it, but you don't. You do not always need to say the answer to everything. I used to be in class, like, have the answer to everything. Or if somebody would say wrong answer, I'd be like, you're stupid. I had to get checked so many times because I was like, well, no, they were wrong. Like, why would they ask a dumb question? And why did... No. Why Shut can't up, they? Man. Like, chill out, Michael. <laughs> Crazy. For me, self-control means even if I know the answer or I think that my answer or my way is the right way... Mm-hmm. There's wisdom when it comes to using that. You don't always have to do it. If somebody let's say if somebody says something and they said say it wrong. Yeah. You could correct them like, no, that's not the right way. But what is it doing? It doesn't do anything. At, no, if anything, it just builds up your little ego thinking you know it all and it tears <laughs> the other person down thinking they don't so it's not yeah, okay. Yeah. So when it comes to even practical stuff, if you have the answer, that's fine, but just assess the situation and see when it's needed and yeah. how to do it. Even when it comes to like, I think of like married couples um, and women, I'm about to give y'all, make y'all think, y'all about to feel so great after this comment. (laughs) Men, I'm sorry. But even when it comes Uh, to like marriage, like sometimes the women or the wives know the answer before the husband or actually know what to do. A lot of the times they do. Because sometimes women get stuff before we do. I think Jesus, I just realized this the other day. I think my pastor Mm. said, Jesus appeared when he rose from the dead, he appeared to women first. He did. And so and there's so much throughout the Bible where it, it, he shows up to them first. Sometimes they get it. So sometimes you guys might get it before. So it takes us a little bit of time. You know, we're not, you know, we, we're we very tunnel vision. Like I'm whatever is in front of me is what I'm looking at. Don't anything else around me. I'm not going to be able to see it until I turn. That's kind of how we are. But women, when it comes to that, like when you're in a marriage, even though you have the answer. Mm hmm use wisdom and self-control to not want to just splurt out the answer because what could happen is if you splurt out the answer all the time you're going to create insecurity or you're going to put insecurity in the man without even realizing because he can be like oh dang i don't even know how to do nothing yeah i can't leave that's a good point i never even thought about that Mm -hmm. and it's 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 subconscious because he's like I ain't gonna say I'm not gonna do nothing. I'm just gonna let her do it, and then whole roles change. Everything yep, get out of order. The house Everything home. get out of order. But there's way in which you can use that knowledge and the answers that you have. You just have to season it right. 
my step, I mean, my mom has such a great way of presenting ideas to my stepdad and making him think that it's his. <laughs> or like, like just say, hey, what do you think about this? Even though she already knows the answer, yeah, yeah. she includes him because it makes him feel empowered. It's experience. Men learn, we learn by experience. We learn yeah. by doing stuff. I'm very hands-on. If I don't, you can tell me anything in the world, this is how you do it. I'm listening, but I don't know. I need to do it. Yeah. I need to be hands-on. Yeah. So by you allowing your husband to um, say, hey, what do you think about this? Or can you give me your opinion on this? You're allowing him to exercise that muscle of decision making so you guys have like huge when it comes self-control serious keeping psychology. the answers to yourself some serious psychology going on there yeah yeah well, it's, i mean it's 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 smart i'm not gonna lie mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's very smart man you made me think of something so when i think of self-control i think of this being a call to not love the world mm-hmm. i think ultimately for me it comes down to that and how do we love the world? We generally love it by loving ourselves and just doing whatever pleases us and makes us happy. So this is a call to avoid the world's deceptive ways. You know, we are to love God and the things of God. And I think of 1 John 2, 15, 16, I have written down here. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that's in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life, they're not of the Father, but they're from the world. So that call, and you know that that scripture, to me, is just a reminder to put away those things that the world says is they're necessary for human pleasure. Mm-hmm. You know, overindulgence and gratifying our flesh, and looking towards the world that we do not see, the spiritual world. Yeah. It's so much more real than the physical, you know, that was first. Yep. So yep. we are looking towards, you know, the world that's to come and, you know, everything that's in the world that it has to offer is not of God. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind, people. Keep it in mind. Mm-hmm. And what you and what you think about the most is what you love the most, right? Uh, so if you're not thinking about God or things of God mm-hmm. start, yeah, and that's just as simple as that. Well, I don't just think about. It. I don't feel like it. I don't care about your feelings. Mm-hmm. If you're supposed, if you again, if the answer is there, and you know thinking about the Lord helps change your mindset. One of my go-to scriptures is Isaiah twenty-six three. I will keep in perfect peace those whose eyes are steadfast on me because they trust on me. Those whose eyes are steadfast stuck on me. So keep your eyes stuck on God and make yourself do it. People don't. I, don't, I mean, maybe some people just wake up and they just born that way. Like, where they just be like, oh, Jesus, Jesus. Like, they just automatically <laughs> just have that, like, relationship like that. You're not always going to feel like it. That's why I think that's another exercise of self-control. Controlling your emotions. Controlling your feelings. They are going to come and feelings are, feelings are not bad. They're not supposed to run you or they're not supposed to guide you. They're supposed to tell you. Emotions and feelings are supposed to tell you where you are, mm-hmm. where you're located. They're like a, G, um, a, a locator, a yeah. GPS. Well, not a GPS because they're not going to tell you, but they're like a, lo- a location device, True. right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then you say, oh, okay, I'm here. I'm in Virginia. Dee, dee, dee. Okay, so how do I get there? Then you put on your navigation system, the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit. Okay, take exit three. Take this, that, and the other. So yeah, have yeah. so have control over your feelings, meaning to grab them, keep them, keep them there, or figure out what they are. If they're wrong, if they're bad, get them out of there. And how do you get them out of there? By combating it, like he said, with scriptures. Have mm-hmm. scriptures. I repeat scriptures so much throughout the day. Sometimes 
because it, I mean, it just helps me or I just think about the things of the Lord. So, and make yourself do it. If you're not going to be automatically in a place where like, oh, I just love, I just think about the Lord all the time. But as years and years go by, if you keep looking at something, you're going to become it. Yeah. So if you put so much in, let's say you put a whole bunch of food in you, yeah. a whole bunch of bad food, a whole bunch of bad, you're going to become McDonald's. obese, you're going to become all that, you're going to become sluggish. If you put healthy stuff in it, you're going to become, you're going to look good, your skin is going to be better, all these other things. So when it comes to consuming God, we got to do that so that all these other areas can be great. I mean, consume him in any kind of way you can. Oh. and. Don't wait until your feelings tell you to do it. Do yep. it ahead of time because, again, like a wise man learns from the mistakes of others. Yep. So be wise and just consume it in any kind of way. I go to I go to sleep now. I just started doing this a few months ago, but it's been great. There are these uh, I find these YouTube videos and there's mm -hmm. like loops of like scripture and like soft music behind it. Ooh. It's the greatest thing. It's I wake up like. <laughs> like my spirit. So you're is one so... of those people that wakes up. Oh, now, <laughs> now I'm like, oh goodness, and it helps even do because I dream a lot. I have you know a lot. I huge dreamer. I have a lot of stuff. Sometimes I got to fight in my dreams, fight the enemy in my dreams. I got a lot of stuff. So I need and as much ammo as I can get. So yeah, I go yeah. to sleep and I have scripture playing in the background. So, you know, it gets into my subconscious. I wake up feeling better. I start my day off like I have a song or on my on my heart every day or I'm thinking about Jesus because what I'm putting in myself. And then when I go to when I drive to work, we in the DMV, so we know y'all commute like an hour, hour and a half. So <laughs> some of us some of us are unfortunate. <laughs> so Put on the Bible app, like even if it's just for a little bit, put it on and get that audibly in you. But you're like, well, I'm not retaining it. You, y'all, y'all be thinking too. Don't think too much of yourself. Thinking Don't. your your body and stuff is created to do a certain a certain thing. You ever you ever not try to memorize a song, but you just memorize it. You don't even try. You just, yeah, you just hear it sometimes. And like, you do. You just know it exactly. So if you put on the Bible app and you're hearing this stuff. Eventually, it's gonna seek. It's gonna seek into you, and you're gonna be like, "Oh, you might not know where it is." But yeah, gonna exactly. Yeah, I've been doing it all the time. I'm like, man, this is a scripture that says X, Y, and Z, and I'm like, I don't know where it is, but I know it's in yeah, there. Exactly. And I Google it. Sure enough, it's in the Bible. Uh huh. <laughs> now watch out. Every now and then, you might get one that's not actually in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> but for the most part, uh, it is. You'd be like, uh. <laughs> This is quoted from the first book of Christian. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, that was good advice, Mike. I want to kind of like bring us down by reading Titus 2, um, 11 through 14. And it says, For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people, training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age, waiting for our blessed hope. The appearing of the Lord, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to purify for himself a people for his own possessions who are zealous for good works. The Holy Spirit equips us to say no to our desires, whether lusts, um, overeating, anger, greed, drunkenness, any sinful actions. Let's stand knowing that we have access to that power we are eagerly awaiting the day when these light momentary afflictions are done with and we are free from the grips of sin so that's my encouragement to you guys um, just to hold on to the truth of god's word 
And as that one, you know, last chapter in that verse, I mean, the last verb chapter I read, you know, says like, we are a people for his own possession and for his zealous good works. So the more that we, you know, turn away from our sins and the more we say no to sin, the more we are empowered towards the good works of Christ. And that's a blessing. I think we'll find more freedom and more healing in those yep. things and anything that the world can offer. I can tell you for myself that I'm more fulfilled when I'm able to do a service for a brother or sister in need than I have ever been by any of my own sinful ways. Yeah. So I, I want to encourage you guys with that, you know, testimony for myself even. So, yeah. I want to wrap up one last question. You've already answered this kind of, but if you have another one, that'd be great. <laughs> uh, How has God provided you with self-control recently? I know. All right, let me try to find another one. <laughs> <laughs> no, that wasn't my boss. No, that was oh, somebody too. else. Oh yeah, was someone else. He was gonna get it. I was ready. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just be ready to go. I got a lot of aggression sometimes, but I be getting it out on the enemy. So that's the <laughs> spiritual good, realm. Good. I, I keep thinking about people just because I'm out and about a lot and I love people, but loving people, you know, pe- we suck as people. Not in a bad way, you know what I'm saying. No, we, we just is, you know, that that's why we need a savior. Yeah, I we, suck. We do suck. <laughs> no, you're right. In the most hum- <laughs> in the most humble way. Okay, I got one. I got one. Right. So we have events and stuff for a group I'm a part of. A part of called Culture. Hey. Um, culture New Norm. Woo woo. Culture New Norm. Check us out. Um, I told y'all I have, I su- used to used to suffer. I'm speaking past tense. Used to suffer from know it all syndrome, right? Mm-hmm. And so we had an event, and even before, during the prep stages, or um, or no, during the event. Let's say during the event, mm-hmm. just not that it was bad, but some things didn't go as smoothly as I probably would have done them. And I was tempted to kind of like step in and be like, this is wrong, blah, blah, blah. But again, I had to step back and assess it and be like, hmm, is it that big of a deal? Is it detrimental for this to happen? Mm -hmm. Or would it be more detrimental for me to step up and ruin somebody's confidence or or mess somebody up because of what I thought uh, was a better way of doing it? Yeah, and it would have been way more detrimental for me to step up and be like, "Yo, this is wrong. This is because it wasn't that deep. It wasn't that serious." Yeah, yeah. Mike, chill out. Like I had to tell myself sometimes to chill out, and the Lord's working, working with me on letting control go. Actually, a lot, and even with my had a work event last week. Uh, again, the word the Lord's working on me, letting, letting go. And letting, um, like letting loose of not always having to be so much in control of every single aspect. Mm-hmm. There's a way in which you can do it. I can't let my desire to make something right or to make something the best overpower people mm-hmm. or like supersede people, and that's not okay. So I would say that's a, another recent one for me where the Lord's kind of like you know exercise self control and yeah. Get, get it. It'd be hard though. I literally have to keep my mouth like yo. I understand completely. I think I, my my would mine would be kind of something around work. I have a coworker. I love everyone I work with. So if anyone that I work with is listening to this, oh, he said y'all whack. I, I love everyone I work with, but I just have this thing where I hate being told to do things. Mm-hmm. I prefer you ask, and I just I I don't know why I just do. Or even if you ask me, and I can tell the tone is like. 
insincere. <laughs> I'm just like, oh. oh, don't you hate that passive aggressive stuff? I, but I can be just as passive. It's the Ooh. worst part. It's like, oh, you. I think I'm not gonna do it because the way <laughs> you said it. <laughs> but uh, it's not. It's, yeah, it was just one instance. I got an email, and I've actually in this instance, I already did what the person said, and I just, I wanted to just come back and just like. You know, the oh, radio, like, yes. come back That's and like, nah, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. You ain't about to tell me yes. I ain't do this. You know, but. That's a good I, one. I had a moment. I was like, turn it. Lord. I was like, Lord, Lord, help me. Because I'm the believer yeah. in the office. You know, I got to, I actually got to live out what I said, I believe. You know, so I was able to just nip that one in the bud and take an L for the team and just like, you know, just move on graciously. I was like, I'm just going to respond with grace. <laughs> I'm not going to be bitter. I'm not going to be passive. I'm gonna That's be, probably the best example yo, ever. And, and those are those are honestly the most real the real moments because they're they're moments I struggle with daily. Mm-hmm. It's like these are daily things, mm-hmm. <laughs> just like one off things, you know. So I thank God for that moment of victory. Praise you. He was about to go off in this email. Well, actually, you know how you be like per my email below. Yes, if you would check the emails beneath the one you just sent me, you would see that. Oh, that's so funny. So, yeah, that was my example. So, yeah. Thank God for her grace and mercy. And thank God for his keys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, that wraps up this episode. And I appreciate you agreeing to join and helping me out, Mike. Absolutely. Um, I really do appreciate it. So. Do I get paid for this? Um, Payment in the life. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, So, thanks for tuning in. If you have any comments or anything you'd like to contribute, just leave a comment on whatever medium you're listening through. And the next episode will be the final episode for the season, and we're going to go over love and have something special planned for it. So tune Aww, in. Oh, he's going to play love music, y'all. I'm going to play some R&B for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> just a snippet. Just a little bit. All right, peace. Mm-hmm.